Hello, buddy. I am FDA. I'm TB. It's been a minute since we've done one of these things. And um, that's all, all TJ's fault. But we are back once again, dear friends, listeners. And by that, I, I of course, just mean Spider. We're back once <laughs> again for uh, Turkey Dazzle Yes Friend. I do apologize. We did not put up one last week or anything of value last week. Um, we've been kind of busy with life and we're all just... Just waiting for the the end. Sweet, sweet release of death. Oh please, merciful Reaper! <laughs> my suffering. Um, same old, you know, same old bullshit. We're still uh, working on the edits of things. Me was, you know, as as Windwick has gone live. Me actually went back and redid edits too. Fucking brilliant, me. The moment in the in one of the parts where it gets blurry and and it under like. Oh, he was edited out, and on screen it says, Gareth said, edit this out. And I was thinking, I didn't fucking say that. Oh, not to edit the cut this joke. I was like, oh, okay, that's fair enough. I can't, can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Um, well, she added the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, McConnell's fan is working on four parts of Unleashed, and um, he was working on Windmaker. And again, once we get more parts of that, you, know, you guys will be the first to. Um, See those? Um, those might be a bit closer to... Because me was getting those to me every few days before they go live. So, um... I don't have part six yet. Which is... That, that, that's the one... That's, that originally we had five parts. Mm-hmm. And then that's what we, we recorded for months. And then we went back and did all the... Like wow. the, rest of, the rest of it in like three weeks. Um, so I'm hoping for more parts. And again, as soon as we get those, you guys will be the first to... Um, to watch them, there may, unlike in the past with Windmaker specifically, there may only be a day, a couple of days that they're banked for. But um, uh, we still got Croc. Croc will be up soon. Um, oh boy, Croc's a fun one. Croc's a fun. It's, I think it's a it's a fun one. It's it's a, it almost feels like four different LPs. It, it honestly feels sorry three different LPs because each we did it in three sessions, and each session had a different Patreon guest. Okay. And there's a each part has a different feel to it. Okay. The first part is just because everyone except for Stephen, shockingly, um, had a positive attitude towards the game. <laughs> Which to be fair, he hasn't seen played the game at all. But like part one was you're like, you know what, Croc's pretty good. Like we, I think I said this before, but Croc was like, this is good. You know, we like Croc. Like, come on, it's a Croc. Part two, we kind of um, the first two parts are kind of like cause the. Kind of like, yeah, it's you know, the game the same as the last two parts, blah, blah, blah. Then the last two parts, we just go on this kind of, this Rayman 2-esque tangent about the nature of Let's Plays. <laughs> the two parts, which are kind of good. And the last four parts is just like, you know what? Fuck this game. <laughs> Fuck everything in it. Game's, game's not very good. It's, like, it's the same shit as the last level. This is bullshit. <laughs> it, just, it just keeps going, doesn't it? Keep going. So with those, we're hoping, touch wood, if we're all available, we're going to start, or at the day we're recording this, May 11th, our plan is for tonight to record this, finish Hit and Run, which we only have, like, you know, one or two more parts. Yeah, you know, it depends on, on how much those missions fuck us over. There's, yeah. there's just six missions left, so hopefully two, you know, three parts at most. No, there's less, because 
Well, there's seven missions per oh, level, okay. but in the first part we did mission one. So there's six missions left. Gotcha. Um, and then I, after that, we're going to also, I know we're a bit late with uh, the mission returns, but um, we're going to hopefully do Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost. We were thinking of doing Batman and Robin, but we had that earmark for when David the Looker returns. Yeah. Because that'll be more, far more fun if he's there for that. Um, I just remembered how um, <laughs> last time we were talking about, or not the last time we were talking about it, but one point when we were talking about it, and uh, you were like, uh, next time we're going to do a movie that I think everybody has a negative outlook on. And I was like, was like, no, I like that one. <laughs> were you thinking about Batman and Robin there? Batman and Robin is one of those movies, it's like The Room. It's just like, it's it's so bad, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it is. Like, the fact that George, like, the introduction between Batman and Mr. Freeze is, is literally, hi, Freeze, hi, Batman. I'm like, just fucking Adam West show? Like, <laughs> Adam West is more threatening than this guy, Jesus Christ. Have you ever seen the Mr. Freeze episode of Adam West? Isn't he, isn't he like a bumbling idiot? Mr. Freeze. No, the thing that the thing that kills me is that like they use they use lighting as like was like the freeze thing for like Mr. Freeze. So like That's if, amazing. If, if they're in blue light, they're like they're like <laughs> creativity on a, on a full budget. Yeah, Adam West though is a frightening Batman. How? You you seen you seen the sixty six movie? There's a moment where, you know, Catwoman pretends to be that, that, that fucking Russian-esque reporter. And he thinks that Riddler, Joker, and the Penguin have, like, done something to her. Penguin? Penguin. Penguin. And uh, Bruce, like, at this point, he's Bruce Wayne, not Batman. And he just goes, if you've touched the hair on her head, I'll kill you all. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> What if what if the Joe and, and then there's a scene earlier where they're as um where they're like as Batman and Robin and they're like gee Batman what are you gonna do if the Joker tries to harm Miss Kafka I'll bash him brutally <laughs> like <laughs> like Adam there's a great moment in um did you ever see the first of the straight to DVD like animated movies mm-hmm. the first one I I highly recommend the first one the second one just feels like eh, yeah. cash grab. No, because they do something cool because like, they they did Two Face because Two Face was never in the sixty show because he was Ooh. he was in a bit. It's William Shatner as Two Face. It's the Shatman himself. Okay. Star Trek Generations himself. Um, but there's this awesome bit in the first one where there's a plot point where it's my, my old spoiler, but it's a straight to DVD sixties Batman show. Um, Batman has this like. Uh, it's like anger spray on him. And they're on this space station. And he pulls out these, like, bat um, knuckle dusters. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, but he, start, he starts saying quotes from, like, other Batman things. So he puts them on. And we get to hear Adam West go, You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> and the other line is from um, Dark Knight Returns. He goes, This isn't a mud hole, son. It's an operating table. And I am the surgeon. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> I, I hardly recommend the first one. Second one, two, three. You know, if you have, if you have Amazon Prime, they're both free on there. That's how I watch them. Okay. But I, I, I would, I would be tempted to buy to actually buy the first one on Blu-ray. Second one, I'm fine to keep because I like, you know, I can watch it on Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah. 
Ooh, I like that. I think that, was, I think that was a cover to one of the comics. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a, so it's like a, it's like a sixties, it's the Batman sixties thing, but um like Two Face is in a, is sitting on a couch, like Batman and Robin enter through the window, and then Two Face is in a room, and the the crazy side is all like psychedelic, and then the normal side is just like black and white. It's I, I like it. I think it's really cool. But in terms of of a housekeeping, uh, it's nothing. Like and hopefully by the time you're listening to this, we actually have some content for you. Likewise, hopefully next time next week we will um, have been able to start a new LP along with doing some other podcasts. Um, so yeah, but JJ, it's been a minute since we've done one. Yeah, we haven't of... even talked about Endgame. Well, yeah, there's two big things I guess: Endgame and, and a Sonic teaser. What do you want to talk about first? Sonic teaser. It's terrible. So Endgame. <laughs> Well, I've, I, you know, I've, I've, I kind of said my piece in the actual FTCR video we did, which was also made a Skype Sanctuary download, so you can just mm-hmm. download, um, which I think I'm going to, if we ever do more of those types of things, I'm going to get, do a download as well, because it's easier to listen to. I kind of wish the, um, like the movie things of Johnny were actual podcasts. Yeah. I, I kind of want to be like, you know, Johnny, you call it a podcast, but it's not available for download anywhere. Not really a podcast, you lying bastard. I'm just saying, people would listen to a Johnny podcast. I've offered to host it, but then I just thought, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I offered. I didn't do it. I would offer, but in the in the words of William Shakespeare, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, so Sonic teaser. So say say your piece. I just You liked it, didn't you? No. That honestly surprises me. Really? You like the Mario movie? Don't don't try and act like like fuck. Even the Mario movie's good. You like the Eddie LeBron fan movie? Yeah. So shut up, TJ. <laughs> I like. I am Ed- well within I my like, rights to think you like bad things. I like the Eddie LeBron film on the same level that I like the um, Mario Brothers movie because I, I recognize that they're both like so bad. Um. <laughs> Because I think seven-year-old me would be like, that's not what Sonic looks like. <laughs> it's funny because um, Eddie LeBron did an interview I think, with TSSZ. Um, yeah. And he was doing his thing. was like, you know, like, I don't think it's the type of movie that you know that I want or the fans want. I'm like, motherfucker, don't, like, none of the fans <laughs> wanted the movie you made. So, like, <laughs> let's not throw flicks inside glass, the glass houses, you know, Mr. LeBron. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> to be completely fair, Mr. LeBron, like, No. Even knuckles you fingers, should be, you bastard. You should be the last authority for Sonic. Should, that's why I don't understand TSNZ. But, yeah, you know, actual people made a movie that's called Eddie LeBron. That's like, that's like I hate that argument where, um, and I'm not saying that this is applied to the, the TSSC thing. You haven't made a movie, so you I, can't comment. I have a friend who's like that. Who's like, who's like, who's like, well, at least he did it. It's just like, no. No, you know what? I, I... My my feelings about the movie aside, nothing but respect and props for LeBron Fierce actually making, uh, actually making those products. Mm-hmm. He's you know in in that regard, the fact that he's made him, yeah, I will I will tip my hat to him. He's, that's that's what I'm like. I, I don't think I don't think it's it's a valid criticism of yourself saying like. Well, you haven't done anything like that, and it's just like that's not how that's not how because nobody's. People, 
pretty much everything everyone criticizes, you can't do everything. Yeah. You know, so that means I hope that, like, I don't, I don't know your friend, but like, your coworker or whatever, but let's, I'll just assume that he's never made a song, made a TV show, wrote a book, you know, made, mm. made a video game, made a movie, made a car, made, you know, like, so that just means I hope he, hope he never criticizes literally anything in his life. Yeah. <laughs> Except, except if he has children, because he did make those. So he can criticize them when he wants. <laughs> but, you know, when I, when I was younger and stupider, I kind of fell into the, like, if there was a brand, you know, I used to get like, you can't insult that, that's my brand. You can't, if you haven't. I literally think there was a, there was a, one FT shirt, at least a Facebook post, uh-huh. where th- there was something like that. Like, if there was people in so-and-so, they never made a game. I'm like, uh. <laughs> I wish, I wish Facebook offered the, on this day, like the memories option for like fan pages, so I just wipe literally everything. <laughs> everything, everything pre like 2016 just wiped from the face <laughs> of the earth. But, um, you know, the, the design is apparently being changed. Thoughts on the design? Anyway. Uh, I think. I love it, it's great. I think it looks fucking terrible. I, <laughs> I think, and I, I, I said, if you've paid attention to any of my tweets, I think I think my feelings on it are are somewhat um, obvious. I I think that there's so much like over the course of however long it's been since the trailer came out. There are so many artists who have made just like even the slightest tweaks, just make the design more palatable. Like I can't mm-hmm. remember. I saw one where like they just took away the teeth. And add or not the individual teeth, and then um, added or made the eyes bigger. Like even making the eyes bigger. You is... know that one thing I saw? Someone took Sonic and Detective Pikachu mm-hmm. and swapped their facial features. Yeah. And seriously, I was like, Detective Pikachu's eyes and nose and mouth. I'm like, that kind of improves the Sonic model. <laughs> Looks nothing like Sonic shit, but I'm like, yeah, you know. But it improves it. <laughs> you know, one thing that actually surprised me though. So since since day one, I've been saying I expected movie like game design refer mm-hmm. every time i see someone be like this isn't that hard sega and just put like the game model in those poses refer i i'm like i kind of see why they didn't do that because mm-hmm. it like it, it I, on, on one hand i i can when you put it in, in when i when i did it in the and again it's just like a single frame you know see you have to see it in motion to really mm-hmm. get it but part of me was thinking is just like if if you just do one to one the game model with fur, it does look out of place. I thought, mm. which you know I think I know I know it, I especially so this is going to be hypocritical coming from me. I get that, but <laughs> I'm sure people working on on this movie on it is. I'm sure there is some kind of test, either in like concept art or like renders. Where they did take the game model or something very close to the game model, yeah, and tried it. I'm sure they did something like that, but it's just it is. For me, it's really the things I would change are his proportions, really. Yeah, he has like a humanoid, like humanoid body. And I mean, like, I like I like this one that Vince Lavallo did. Yeah, yeah, you I know. I mean, I think I think the legs are still a little long, but like. If you're going to obviously the you kind of have to keep the model close to. Mm. I know everyone puts gloves and the shoes. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't because of the type of movie they're doing. 
I, I don't, you know, if they were to do a thing where, like, at, you know, as we saw from, from the teaser, it's, it's apparent that Eggman's going to look like Eggman at the end of the movie. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be, you know, if at the end of the movie he find he's given shoes and gloves. Because it seems to be he's clearly running through all those shoes, like, in that, yeah, his little cave. Like, he gets those at the end. He's like, what, you know, uh, uh, he shaves his arm. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But it just, it, it's like the torso, the legs... Like, even that, like, like I said, making the eyes bigger just makes it more appealing. It does. And it's like, I wish on the style guide they had that little bit of white fur that uh-huh. made it look like the Cyclops eye, which I thought was a good compromise. Where, uh-huh. it, where you know, he doesn't have a Cyclops eye, but it looks like he does. Yeah. But in the model, that, like, that they removed that completely. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, that patch of white fur. Um, so. But yeah, it's, I. Even without the motto, it doesn't look very. It doesn't look like a. My, my my I think my feelings about the trailer can kind of be summed up by the my initial knee jerk reaction after watching it was I was just like I don't understand why Sonic, which was such a powerhouse in the nineties, has just had fumble after fumble after fumble. Like it's just like it's not. Anything that the the franchise deserves, and nor like I just, I just don't get how how it can be a consistent fumble. Like I don't get it. Like how how did somebody look at that movie and go, yeah, that's fine. Is Paramount a pretty bad movie studio? I I guess, but like I just I don't get what the appeal was. Like I there's name there's, brand recognition and Jim Carrey. I mean, I fucking guess. Like, what? <laughs> what? What is Jim Carrey doing lately? Political paint paintings. Uh, yeah, being <laughs> anti-vax apparently is that the, true? I fucking yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what I heard. Um. Exactly. Like, um, like, what? What? Why is he like a name brand? Like, was it like? I, I, nothing against Ben Schwartz, but like, where 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 they going? Oh, we have Detective Pikachu on the horizon. Like, you know, maybe we need our own movie with a wisecracking rodent. Well, but by all accounts, though, Sonic has been in pre has been in production longer. Like they announced yeah, it true. before Detective Pikachu. Like it should have been out by now. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be out last year. Like, the original date yeah. was last year. And mm-hmm. I bet they're really fucking hoping they did come out before Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Because it was funny, like, you know, it was, it was so funny that, like, after the trailer, after the first film trailer came out, Detective Pikachu was trending again. Just because people were like, man, that movie looks so much better by comparison. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I want to see Looking it. Looking forward to seeing Pokemon, colon, Detective Pikachu. I just don't, I don't know. I just... I don't know if it's just too complicated to to adapt. And like this is just like this is just like what they're working with. Like cuz I mean if you adapted something that was more like you know for the fans Sonic Adventure. <laughs> I don't I don't think that I don't think people would see it like general audiences would see it. And, and but then at the same time I think by trying to appeal to the lowest common denominator I don't think anybody's gonna find it. It's it's one thing where I, I, I get where if it's something like straight to DVD or like like 
the Pokemon anime movies, they're, they're made for fit. They, 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 there's no attempt to make those for a broader audience. Yeah. Because they're, yeah, and that's fine. For like a big budget on the big screen type of movie, I get the fact that you, you kind of have to make it appeal to everyone. You know, like there is some element of that that needs to take place. My thing is, and, and this is, this isn't just for Sonic, this is for any, any type of video game or comic or like TV adaptation. If, if you feel a need to change the thing so much to either, to either appeal to a broader audience or fit into the type of movie you're trying to make, you should not be trying to adapt that IP. Make seven, because like, so for this song, the hedgehog. I mean, we were joking about this. Like, you could, you could replace Sonic with anything. It could just because he, in context of the movie, he's clearly an alien. Yeah, which is fine because that was Sonic X. You know, that was uh, previous parts of the canon had that, so that's not exactly something new. So you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You could replace Sonic. It's like I was telling our friend Chris today about the Bumblebee movie. And why I think Bumblebee works is it feels just like a really good 80s movie about a teenager who befriends an alien. And the alien just happens to be a a transforming robot who we know. Mm. It just feels like you could just replace you could replace Sonic with just, I don't know, uh, Fizzbang who who is a short pink Time stopping. Time is slightly, you know, like time stopping, like dog character, like alien looking dog thing, and it sounds like the movie could be like the, same, the exact same thing. Yeah, that that's you know that's the thing. It's just like don't, and you know the 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 human friend type of thing is like that's not in no way, shape, or form the the choice I would have made, but I I get why because you have this weird you know this weird concept that you want to have you want to have the everyman look into and that's the issue with like Smurfs they had that shit you know where it's all about mm-hmm. all about Neil Patrick Harris which I'm a big fan of him but he is terrible in, in that Smurf movie like, I he guess, is not giving a fuck in that who movie gives, who gives any like er I'll tell you in so Hank Azaria he's trying his Gargamel what I'm trying to say is that like why would you give a shit because it's you know why? Because the Smurfs is a hardcore brand. Have you not seen the UNICEF advert? Which, and I swear to Christ, this is a real thing. Mm-mm. There's an advert that aired in France where Smurf Village gets bombed. And it Jesus. ends with just baby Smurf crying as Smurf Village is on fire. And there's like Smurf bodies. <laughs> Holy shit. That's why you give a fuck about Smurfs, Theodore. No, I it just meant about... Smurfs like... is fucking hardcore. You're gonna look that up, aren't you? Yeah, I'm looking that up. <laughs> Smurfs UNICEF. I think it's UNICEF. Yeah. This is the part of the podcast where we watch a video you can't see. <laughs> and then we'll dance and happy. La la la. Jesus! <laughs> wow. If I just scourge you for life now, TJ, 
Dude, did you see Smurfette? Like, she was, like, disemboweled. No, I didn't know what? Hold on. Oh, no, that's just, I, I thought she had, like, a dis, like, the foot was off. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you fucking care about Smurfs, TJ. No, I meant just, like, just, like, they're just, like, they're just, like, Neil. We're gonna pay you ten million dollars to be in the Smurfs movie. We don't care what you do. <laughs> We're just gonna put you in the Smurfs movie because you're a person. For some reason, people like you. You're a person people know and like. So you're gonna be in a Smurfs movie. Okay. <laughs> After how I met your mother, I can't take him as a serious actor. Like I'm, I'm about to see Gone Girl. Which I really enjoyed. Uh-huh. And he needs a small part in that. And I'm just laughing. Like, he's he's doing nothing funny. He's giving <laughs> no funny material. But I'm like, ah, I bet he's going to pull some weird prank to try and score the woman at any point in this movie now. <laughs> he's going to pretend to be himself from back in from forward in time or some such He's my favorite Spider-Man voice. He's a good Spider-Man. Yeah. I like him more in Shattered Dimensions than I did in the actual MTV show. Hmm. He feels more like comfortable in the role and shout dimension. I'm so happy you came back for that. So happy. I love that idea, man. Like you know those those four, got fucking Neil Patrick Harris, mm-hmm. Christopher Barnes, Josh Keaton, then Givuvazen, Givuvazen, yeah. Bumblebee, Bumblebee came back. G one Bumblebee. That was that was oh my god! I can't tell you how much I was geeking out when I first when I first played that game, and I was just like. What you? Whoa! It's called Stick'em Powers. <laughs> and if any of you ever pieces made that joke yet? Yes, they all have. <laughs> I never played the sequel. I didn't either. Edge in Time. I heard it was oh, okay. Yeah, I heard it was okay too. I think and I think it's just amazing and twenty ninety nine, but they had Josh yeah. Keaton voice amazing and Christopher Evan Barnes voice twenty ninety nine. Like that's you, you got that wrong in every way possible. No, 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 Rob. <laughs> Your ass just sneezed. <laughs> Shut up, Wonka. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh... Spider-Man. Not very oh, yeah, happy. Sound I'm not very happy about the Sonic trailer. Do you think, what about them redoing the, 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 uh... I'm not exactly thing. happy about that either, because I, I think everybody and their brother realizes that the company is now going to go back to the animation studio and be like, yeah, we're, you're expected to work 20-hour days. Well, see, that's that's the thing. It's like, uh, they haven't announced... It could go, you know, it could go one of three ways. Okay. They can push it back. Unlikely. They're not going to. No. The movie's already late. They can... They can hire more people. They, they won't. Help. It, you know, apparently, the budget, it just... It, it was 90, which... which in context of these types of movies, that's actually pretty. Sh- that's pretty small. Yeah. So they they could they could not break the bank and throw in an extra twenty million to you know mm-hmm. help out with this or option three, which is the option that nobody wants. And if we, if it if this turns out to be a sausage party thing, I won't go see the movie. Yeah. I won't support it in that game. It, or as TJ said, they'll just make and they'll just make the current animation staff. Just wore crunch time. Which the, the fact that the director, Jeff, Jeff Fowler, and Tim Miller, the executive producer, came from Blur Studios, a CG company. Mm-hmm. You should fucking hope they would not want to do that to their animators. Yeah, true. You know, it's it's not excusable, but like, 
director who comes in with no animation experience, you just be like, get it done, you know, like, get it done, everyone, you know, whatever. Doesn't, doesn't excuse it at all, but you can, you can kind of believe their ignorance in the situation, at least at first, you know, I'm sure towards the end, they'll be told like this is too much, but, that's why I don't want to see Sausage Party, that's why, I don't think, I don't think Seth Rogen's ever officially commented on it. I don't think he has either, and that, that really sits, that doesn't sit well with yeah. me. Same thing with Seth Green. Because apparently, like, you know, because he owns, you know, Robocheck and he owns, like, the animation company. Apparently, from what I've read from different things, apparently the workers there are treated like shit. Ugh. It's like, Seth Green, like, she's, like, one of my least favorite Leonardo's, man. But I liked you. Like, don't fucking, don't be that, Seth Green. Yeah. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's bad enough. It's bad but then enough, again. It's bad enough you made it without a paddle, Seth Green. Don't fucking do this as well. <laughs> I was going to say, but never mind, I forgot that you said that he owns that studio. Um, Seth Green? Yeah, I just, based on listening to that Adult Swim podcast, I, um, just kind of learning about those little, little the things that Adult Swim has done to the talent in the past. Like that guy that voiced Zorak. What did they do? Um, didn't, they, didn't they fuck him over? Yeah, they fucked him over pretty bad. Like, he, uh... Basically bad. He... <laughs> He just did a lot for that network. Like, a lot of the stuff that they go over in the first parts that were, like, stuff on the ground floor mm-hmm. um, that really, like, started to build up the audience for Adult Swim. Like, kind of setting the tone for um, what the programming block was and, like, the kind of stuff that they were going for. And Thanks, they, Louis C.K. And they just, did, just didn't give him any, like, appreciation for it or yeah. comp- proper compensation. And Didn't he die, like, in massive debt or something like that? Yeah, he died in a lot of debt and... Uh, um. He also, I, I, I don't know. It's just that doesn't doesn't really sit well with me. Another one of my the owner is apparently a massive piece of shit. My there's a thing on Twitter a while ago where he went on this weird like like rampage. It was this thing where, like um the Adult Swim was like you know pitch you know in like quote tweet this and pitch your show in two words, and the creator of um, BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. Just co-tweeted it with uh, female showrunners, which is uh, you know, and Mike was like, "Fuck you, you stupid, shitty, crappy, unfunny horse show." And I went, I went through his. It was just he was having, he was having like an ooey bowl like reaction to people criticizing his network, and it was just like you're a fucking idiot, Mike Lazarizan. I know. I regret pitching Magnum PI to Dana Snyder. I recant my tweet. You bastard. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure when we get more information about the Sonic movie, we'll uh, do more Game Explain esque milking of it. Yeah. For, for, <laughs> for more hour long. When Trailer 2 comes out, expect another hour long podcast about what our thoughts on it. Okay, so now the thing that I've been waiting for. Endgame. Yeah. So if you want to hear my thoughts on Endgame, just listen to two and a half hour podcast. It'll sound cool. Join. Okay, good night. Everyone, see you this week. Look at that. So go on. Endgame. Endgame. Fucking surpassed all of my expectations. Really? It really did. I I I was extremely happy with that movie. And while I understand your reservations about about. The, the film, you know, the plot. Because it makes stuff. no fucking sense. Plots and stuff like that. I I was seriously blown away. I was not expecting to be as satisfied with the quote-unquote conclusion. 
of the MCU as we know it. The Infinity Saga. The Okay, the Infinity Saga as I was. Like, um, I, Aaron and I were talking about it with you uh, briefly at Akrat. And uh, honest to God, like, I had never been more excited to see a film in my entire life. And from start to finish, I was like emotionally like on the edge. There was a moment like as as I was sitting down in the theater, you know, like fucking um, all the trailers are done. AMC <laughs> have their dumb little like Coca Cola, yeah. whatever. And like the the five seconds between that fading to black and the movie starting, I honestly had, I had a thing. I was like, this is it. Like I was just like, this is this is fucking it. Like, yep. Get this fucking on. I can move on with my fucking life. I can have my life back later. I just, I, and I think she, she told you about it, about how, um, how like on one side <laughs> she had, she had her sister who is like, she's seen the movies, but she's still like, not like fully familiar with everything. Um, asking her like certain questions about stuff. And then me on the other side, just who's like, the, who's the guy who's like a spider? Who's that guy? <laughs> and then me on the other side, just like, <gasps> She's having a heart attack. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, is it like she she described it to you like I shook most of the movie because like even the fucking opening scene. She's having like, a heart attack. Like, like, as soon as they showed, since they showed Hawkeye, and I like I, you can obviously like piece together what's gonna happen. Like, there's a reason why Hawkeye like like does what he does in in the trailers. Like, I'm just like I'm just like I know exactly what's gonna happen. Ronin. Like as soon as they show it, I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> and like that was I'm not kidding that was most of the fucking movie which is like, <laughs> just like hush family politically oh not politically politically correct consistently on the edge I'm just like I was, oh my god that movie fucking destroyed me it, in terms of of an emotional response with them you know it's very similar to um not to the extent, but before before Endgame, I would say the movie I felt like the connection to the most while watching it was The Last Jedi. Hmm. Last Jedi, it's a movie I, I like, I enjoy. There's a, a lot of problems I have with Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, there's a lot of things wrong with that movie, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion. But um, Endgame, I said this to Johnny, I, I equate it somewhat with the kind of... Um, hour-long season finale of season five of Steven Universe. Because that's a thing where they, they wrap up like five years of the show. Mm. All of the dangling plot threads are thing, things you want to see. Like they show you all the different fusions, like Steven fuses of everyone. So you see what all the mm. different fusions look like. Or that kind of, like it's, it's, it's a thing which is like emo- emotionally, that four part is perfect. Story-wise, like that doesn't really make sense. Like I would, that's a bit weird. Like, Everyone's everyone's conveniently seems to forget that all the diamonds are like insane fucking space stations real quick. Mm. As soon as they're like, okay, we're not gonna kill you, like, yeah, you will still be friends, except for the fact that you fight me committing genocide across the universe, but you won't go there because we're <laughs> family technically. Okay, that's fine. Um, so very like I I have there have been movies I've cried at, like when we saw Creed. Yeah, like I but I have there's there's never been a movie. Where I've ugly cried to, like I did with, and we're gonna spoil the fuck out of this. I'm, I'm so, about to right now. So just I'm thinking like, about it. I'm like, at the I cried really three main times, 
first when Tony makes it back there over the beginning. Just that scene where he, where like, it's him and Cap on frame together for the first time since yeah. Civil War. Like, that, that kind of got me. Because there's a moment where, like, you think things are okay. When they first meet, things are like, you know, yeah. they kind of have a, a pleasant conversation there. And then, and Sonny's like, fuck you, you fucking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> um, when Iron Man, like, his funeral scene. Mm-hmm. Especially, everything with his daughter. Um, and then at the end, when you like, when you see like Cap had a happy life, that was um, I have issues with it, but it's fine. But like as I said, like as, as I said with Johnny, as soon as Tony Stark's daughter was revealed on screen, I was like, this motherfucker's dying. There's no way he's gonna survive this movie. It's okay, TJ. <laughs> TJ, they're all fictional characters. Yeah. They're not real. <laughs> Captain America can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want, honey? I want a cheeseburger. Could you want a cheeseburger? You can all fucking want. I just want to see the scene where Happy just but that kicks his foot through a bug. Give me all the fucking cheeseburgers you have. Son, I know what you think. Son, give me all the cheeseburgers you have. Now, son, the bag of bed. I know what you think I said was give me a lot of cheeseburger. No, give me every cheeseburger you have. Thank you, by the way. Because so many people get that fucking line wrong. Wow. The fuck the line from Parks and Rec. Oh yeah. I know so I th- I know so many people try and quote that and they don't get it wrong. And I'm like, no. It loses it loses its comedic value when you quote it fucking wrong. Was that correct? Yeah, it's it's I know what you heard was Bring me a lot of bacon and yeah, eggs. But what I Bring me all, all the, the bacon, bacon and eggs, eggs you have. <laughs> Son, I know what you think I said it was. <laughs> like, you know, um, uh, you know, I, I'll try not to repeat myself too much from that, you know, big thing with, with some Gourmet Journey, but uh, the thing, the, I still think the, I think these Marcus and McFeely, they, they, they've written all, all the Captain Americas, mm-hmm. you know, the lot, you know, Infinity War Endgame they had a hand in Thor the Dark World which is why that movie is a big part in this one but it's like I generally speaking I think Civil War has a, has a handful of issues and it's like that doesn't really make sense it's kind of very coincidental when his plan doesn't people stop for five seconds to talk it out and I think Civil War really happens the way it does in the movie I think no it, yeah it's, 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 I, I prefer I prefer Civil War the comic above Civil War the movie and the the and in terms of in terms of uh, story wise, everyone loves it, and it is still probably one of, if not my favorite scene in the MCU. But you can remove that airport fight, yeah, and not much changes in in the plot, you know. Yeah. Um, people are like if they get in prison, they're released outside, and, and aside from one scene in Infinity War, never comes up again. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't make a difference. Um. Oh, yeah, so I think generally speaking, I you know I think I like their scripts, I like their plotting, but having just a fucking rat get Atman out of the quantum zone—that's the laziest fucking thing I've ever seen in a movie. I got it. I know. I was expecting Atman to do something cool to get out, but no, he's just uh, lucky for me. There's a rat came into this van that's closed off somehow. How do I even get in here? No, no, shut up. Go ask some questions. You fucking nerd. Yeah. I get it. Like Ant-Man away! I think it just, it's just, I I tend to watch movies through a more emotional lens. 
And that movie just <laughs> hit me. Just pierced through me in so many ways. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't even tell you how many times I cried at that movie. It's fucking ridiculous. When I heard like, it, love you. I mean, even thinking about that, like when Ant Man re reconvenes with with his daughter, like he realizes he's missed five years of her life. Yeah. When I heard the movie was gonna be three hours, I wonder why. I would have loved it if two hours of the movie was just Ant Man searching through all of those fucking in memorials. That would have taken them a good few hours to go through all of yeah. those. We watch it in real time. Him go through all of them. Oh, with the school of that guy. Oh no! Not not gonna lie, I I definitely like from start to finish. Things did not. I mean, obviously there were a couple things that like I was able to to predict. <laughs> I like how my voice cracked there because I'm starting, starting to get emotional thinking about the. I want to see it so bad again. There's just same. I I, I tried to go this week, but I wasn't able to. Um, I'm trying to think. I think my niece is eating him and said, Uncle G, what's going on? Who are these people? Shut up. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of. Thick Thor? Can't, can't, yeah. <laughs> I, look, I mean, I, I get that. There are people who. There are several people who are disappointed with. So I was talking to Troy, and. Troy has kind of had a very bitter taste in his mouth when it comes to the way that Thor is in the MCU. But what Ragnarok? He didn't like Ragnarok. Oh, he's because, dead to me. I mean, it's gonna be an awkward wedding now. I ain't gonna speak to him. <laughs> no, you're like Ragnarok, you piece of shit. Oh, there he is, Ragnarok. The reason he doesn't like Ragnarok is because Troy's been a Thor fan for a really long time. And the problem is, the Thor that he likes is not marketable. Because he has the really boring... He uh, likes the he very... He speaks like fucking Shakespeare. He likes the very stoic, like, warrior of Asgard, like, um, just the... I, it, it, I, which I get, like, I've read that kind of Thor and I like it, but it's, it's not marketable. I know it's not, it doesn't appeal to everybody. And they tried to do that in the first Thor movie. In the first Thor movie, most people are like, it's okay. And then they, they, they again, try to do that in the second Thor movie. And most people are like, it's not very good. You know what you just, what you just said made me realize that what the MCU Thor is, it's kind of like breaking the boat off a man. How so? They're just, they're just goofy and over the top, and they're just so much more fun than the comic book counterpart. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's... Because if you were to read Aquaman, you wouldn't think of, like, outrageous, that type yeah, of thing. Outrageous! But, like, fuck it. The MCU, I'll give it this. I've, I've seen various, like, cartoons, read various... Half of the books over the years of these characters. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about actual comic book Captain America or Iron Man. But I'll fucking watch... I will, I'll fucking like watch these ver- these interpretations of them all day long. I I think I think because I started to like the Captain the Captain America movies are my favorites aside from Civil War because I think I think Civil War kind of does a disservice to it should have definitely been Avengers Civil War because it's definitely not a Cap movie. I also think Cap is entirely on the wrong side of that. I am in, I am completely team on in Civil War. The thing about the thing about the the movie does a worse job than the comic 
for pre- provide um, presenting both sides in a in, in fair like terms. Because we see exactly why Tony wants that. I in Civil War, it I it, it's it's like I know from a, a meta perspective, we know Captain America is like the purest person alive. Yeah, we know like he will always fight for what's good. What have you? But it's just like Cap. You gotta understand these accords. He's like, no, because I'm the only people save his hands are wrong. Like, it's not a, it's not a competitive argument, Captain America. It's no, really no, so it's really not a good competitive argument. Captain America's whole whole argument is that the Avengers, the way that they are, are impartial to politics, and if the Avengers begin working for the U.S. government, then the Avengers can be used as a weapon. They are a weapon. They busted out of other countries like that. But at nobody's, at no, at nobody's, like okay, they're terrorists. Okay. On on paper, on paper, the start of civil war, they they go to another country. I'm going to assume mm-hmm. without legal documentation, and fuck shit up. Yes, I. That is terror. That. that is terrorism. Teaching. Okay, but but listen, what is to stop? Okay. If in if in the MCU the Trump administration yeah. took over and then was just like I want the Avengers to go over to uh, I don't know what is oh to go over to the Middle East and and fight them like what's what they have to do it because they signed the accords yes so Mr President like I mean that's the whole thing that DC did with um with when Lex Luthor ran for president. Well, it's also kind of the you same get thing. A good, you get a good. Man, I could, I agree with that. But I'm saying you could tell compelling stories with that. I mean that that that's a that's a good plot device to have that. It's 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 kind of the same thing where DC when DC had um, Superman denounce his American citizenship because Superman oh, is that? Yeah, don't you remember that was a big thing. Where they were the the was Superman ever an American citizen or or did Clark Kent? Denounce it. Well, technically, Superman, because I mean, obviously, being like, I think, I think people in America thought Superman was like their superhero. Oh, no, to be fair, he used to be truth, justice, and the American way. I think that's that. Fox News made a big like how to do about it because that. How dare this fictional character say something about his Americanness? Well, it was one of those things where like it was just it was basically like like headline where they. Where it's just like it's like Superman denounces American citizenship, so it's like oh, moves oh, to Russia. Superman, Superman's not American, and it's just like no. The whole sentiment behind the whole thing is that Superman is not exclusive to America. Like Superman will go around the world and save whoever needs saving. Like except, except the Russians, and it's 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 the same. It's the same, essentially the same sentiment that Captain America has, and it's just like I get that, but it's it's that his side is very badly explained in the movie. I I guess there's like one scene where he's like, "No, nah, we can't do that, Tony, because because I know what's best." It's like, okay, Captain America. Well, you got to think of okay, it, in, it. You have to think about it in perspective about like what had happened already in the MCU at that time. Like, look at look at the whole the whole plot of Winter Soldier, where Shield is developing this program that essentially wipes out threats before they even happen. Right. And it's just like you can't kill people before they commit crimes. Haven't you seen? Like, my, haven't you seen my only important? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like I think, I I think the cap of the MCU 
has this very like anti abortion. <laughs> yes. He has a very like cynical view about thinking that government agencies are able to police themselves properly. So why wouldn't the Avengers be the next big like helicarrier that's able to just snuff out you know waves of people? Because again, they again we know they're good, but they answer to no one. That's a scary thought. I mean, yeah, we know we know they're good. Mm-hmm. And that they would, you know, we know these fictional characters would not turn on anyone. I mean, this this is a big thing in the um, the Justice League cartoon when yeah. it, in Unlimited when it's just like, like they don't answer to anyone, you know. They got a fucking in context of of the Justice League, they have a fucking space station with a fucking laser cannon, you know. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's horrifying if you think about it, you know. So in in terms of, I think you know, I mean, I, I think even Tony's just like you know, this isn't perfect, but it's it's you know, it's. There has to be some accountability. And I just thought that Captain America's like, nah, we're good. I'm gonna go save my friend Bucky who murders fucking everyone he sees. Because he's my friend Bucky. And an awful lot of the MCU is wasted on this guy. Bucky. Why is it wasted? I love Winter Soldier. I find him that kind of a boring character. Why? Define his personality. Define the Winter Soldier's personality. I mean, it doesn't have one. Okay, personality-wise, like, no, that's not true. Personality-wise, Bucky's very, like, he's emo. Well, yeah, because, like, how is he supposed, number one, he's not in his own time. Leave his cap, checkmate. Number two, yeah, but Cap didn't go through a, a whole program that, like, robbed him of his, his memories and his being able to like trust himself not to because obviously they introduced that in Civil War that there's like there's like trigger words that one of them's homecoming yeah which has to be as I asked you fucking slime asses it's clearly a reference part of my homecoming <laughs> I saw something the other day <laughs> Ragnarok Dan- homecoming far from home Dan- hold on Dan Slime Vamp for a second. Dan Slot tweeted it, and it was the fucking funniest thing. It was something Dan Slot tweeted about a headline, and it was like it was a very like it was a very like perplexing headline. Like it was something you you've never seen before. Yeah. And he was like he was like I don't think in in the English language this has ever like these words have ever been put together in such a way. <laughs> I need I need to find it so I can quote the whole thing. You know, if 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 you look at the MCU as a whole, and if this thing is called the Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. it's surprising. And if if Thanos and the Stones are the driving force, you can ignore most of the MCU because <laughs> he appears in five five out of twenty one movies. Mm-hmm. The Infinity Stones appear in. I'll be generous, and I'll say 13. I'm guessing at that point. There is not a scene that breaks down what they all fucking do. What does the Soul Gem do in context of the MCU? Mm-hmm. Power okay. Stone makes you powerful. Time Stone lets you, you know, reverse time and shit. Space Stone, you can teleport. Although Doctor Strange can do that anyway. It's, it's Reality Stone, you can turn people into slinkies. The Mind <laughs> Stone gives you a face laser. I get that. The fuck does a soul gem do? 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the soul gem because they never use it by itself. It doesn't explain what the fuck that does. So I'm like, how right. big the stones are? They're kind of underdeveloped. So it says. It says BBC Asia tweeted, Japan vagina artists cleared over kayak. And Dan Slot says, this is the first time in the history of the English language that these six words have appeared in this order. And this guy responded and said, somewhere a winter soldier was just reactivated. Vagina artist. Yeah, Civil War sucks. Back to Endgame. Yeah, okay, back to Endgame. Well, okay, so the thing, one of my favorite, well, I, I went, we keep going back and I keep trying to bring it back to this tangent. Um, after I started to really, like, considering that the Captain America movies were my favorite of the MCU movies, I started to read more uh, Captain America books. Captain America yeah. books. And Captain America um, Winter Soldier is, like, so good it's really like i i i was just really impressed with that book and i i i, I like i like the comic more than the movie um because i mean most of these most of the mcu the stories that they pull from they change it a little bit they, yeah they change them a lot but i mean it makes sense because being able to to you can't one for one take these movies and insert them into the the overall storyline I am Spider-Man. I'm fucking Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I. Okay, yeah. So, but so back back to Endgame. I just I don't even know what to say. I just. I <laughs> There's there was a part of the film when um when they said uh they said are you tell me Back to the Future's bullshit. Aaron looked at me and I was just like I need to be alone. <laughs> You can't have a three-minute scene where you shit on Back to the Future then end your movie on fucking Back to the Future project. So I came up. I had, In the, the Johnny podcast, I had a lot of small complaints. Again, ultimately, I'm, I, I loved them. I really, really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a lot of issues, primarily with the time travel aspect. I think Because if, if there wasn't that scene... Of them shitting on Back to the Future, yeah. I would have I would have just hanged by everything else. Mm-hmm. But when you when you make it a point to try to, to that... try and say that your time travel is better and or smarter than other movies, and then you do the same shit other movies do, you look like a damn fool. Yeah, I get it. So again, it's like at the end with Old Man Cap, that's fucking Back to the Future logic. If that would have been fine, if when you know if he reappeared. In the suit as an old man, rather than just fucking being on a bench over there, because yeah. that completely contradicts the time travel. I know so many people are like fucking he's altered dimension. He came back afterwards, and my my thing is, and I know I'm not primarily I'm not one for audiences for like filmmakers to spell out everything in a movie, mm-hmm. but if it's something like time travel, and especially when you have all these these scenes where you explain like no. The old time travel doesn't work like this. Old time travel works like this. Yeah. When you have something that is the other this, and like you don't explain it, I'm like, did you guys just not care? 
or, or the degree. I get it, it's a nice moment. Yeah. But again, it I'm really like, is. it's a really, it's a really, and by far my favorite part of the MCU. And it's like, I let it slide because I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Steve Rogers deserves this. He deserves a fucking happy ending after all the fucking shit he's gone through. It's just it's so powerful. I just, I can't. My favorite it. moment is, uh, I see the ring. Uh, Steve, you want to, you want to tell me about it? No, I don't think I will. And as the thing, Okay, if I could just go, you know, I was, I was just being polite. It's fucking, there's one woman you've known, so you know, like, fucking, give me that shit, Rogers. It's fucking Peggy, isn't it? No, I went back in time and married her niece. And the other thing, the other thing that, that killed me, I, I, I broke down all over again. Um, but the Captain Falcon is now a thing in the MCU. No, no, it wasn't that. I, I did get choked up about that. Captain Falcon, show me your moves. Um, but the, uh, the little the exchange that Bucky and Cap have um, before he goes back in time is a reference to before oh, Bucky goes off. Don't, the don't war. do anything stupid. And it, yeah, he's you, like, you it's like how can stupid. I? You're taking all the stupid with you. <laughs> and then I and then I told you about the other one that the the song that Cap and um, Peggy Peggy dance to <laughs> is the same song that that Nick Fury plays on the record player in Cap's apartment. So it means that Cap has thought about that's the song that he would dance to uh, with with Peggy like for a long time. Well, that's clearly not the first time they dance because it's clearly a few years after we were back in time. But the movie's bullshit. <laughs> but it's a nice, you know, it's uh, so it was a nice way to write Steve Rogers out of the MCU about killing him. Yeah. You know, he got to have his you know. Oh. Okay, I take it back. That might be my second favorite thing that's ever happened in the MCU. I fucking lost my shit. A cool playing Fortnite? No. <laughs> Four. There's a guy called Noob, Noob Master 69. It's going to be a dickhead online. Noob Master, I will find you. It's going to be a dickhead. It's going to be a dickhead online for Noob Master, I will find your house and I will put it to ash. You said she's sorry. Thanks, fool. Yeah, that whole scene was amazing. your legs and stick them up your butt. <laughs> He says he's just, just I. From the moment that that the America's as, ass. As soon as oh, I fucking love that. When Thor got back the hammer, more than you huh? Like as soon as that happened, I I was just like, it's gonna fucking happen. It's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> and then no, like, he stops. Gonna have to hell him. <laughs> and then like like they start fighting, and the hammer gets like knocked away, and I was just like, it's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> I, was just, I couldn't fucking handle it. I was so happy. I would love that if it's that happens, and then like, because you know, like uh, the ancient one clearly has the notion of the future. You know, because she's yeah. like Stark. You know, it's like um, Stephen Strange is supposed to be the best of us. Blah, blah blah. Tony, like, Cap. You know, when Doctor Strange comes back at the end, and Cap's holding the hammer, and in his head, because Steve. Steve Stephen Strange can like see different times and shit. Uh, he goes like, "Don't you? Didn't you make out with your niece?" And the hammer just drops from his head. Scary move, I said. Scary move, fucking awkward. When isn't that when that woman, <laughs> that niece is born? He's like, "Yeah, I got memory of sticking my tongue in your throat." Yeah, it's, uh, maybe I'll just I'll just stay in the back. I'll just stay in the back. It's fine. You go. 
as I told you about the comic I saw, where it was it was Cap in like the time suit, and he just knocks out. The, the, oh, yeah. the, the, he just knocks out the the Cap that's about to make out with <laughs> with Peggy's niece, and he's just like, "Trust me, that's gonna be real awkward." <laughs> <laughs> and then just like whoop, he just disappears. Because that's clearly like they clearly had no idea what they were doing. Because I'm sure it's like it's like um Star Wars. If George Lucas knew he was gonna make Luke and Leia brother and sister, mm. he wouldn't have them make out an Empire Strikes Back. You know, it's like would you really? No, no. She kisses him in uh, no. New Hope, right? No, she gives him like a little kiss on the cheek. But in Empire Strikes Back, she like makes out with him in front of Han Solo. After 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 Han rescues Luke, and he he gets out of that like that like water pod, and it, it's when it's when Han Solo is about to leave the Hoth, and, oh, that's and they're right. arguing. That's and, right. They're on the Ewok planet when she tells him that. Yes. Yeah. That's that, right. Okay. And um, she's like, "Oh, it's, it's, you missed it, kid. She was she was you know she was crazy about it." And she goes, "Right, I guess you don't know everything." Like makes out with Luke, and looks like, "Yeah, boy." Like. Sister, hey, yeah, there's, a, uh, there's an episode of fucking Young Justice, which I, I'm sure you haven't seen. But there's a thing where Superboy and Miss Martian um, go on the cover as these like teenage like sibling criminals. They go into one of the like a maximum security prison, and Superboy bef- befriends um, Icicle Junior, who has a thing for the real girl that Miss Martian like, is is impersonating. Hmm. And I want to say this might be, and at some point in the episode, I forget the context, but I think it's when they had their first on-screen kiss and they make it out. And I said, "You can just goes, dude, that's your sister." <laughs> <laughs> um, sex with the seal. <laughs> I have to show you. I have to show you, Mister Hellshell. Um. But yeah, you know, it's it's on, on on an emotional level. I don't think any movie has affected me more. But if I t- it's one of those movies where like it's it's a lot of fun, and again, emotion wins out. But I think if you turn your brain on for more than four seconds, like the the entire time travel aspect falls apart. Yeah, because it's I... like does does that mean Loki's alive now in the MCU? Because he kind of fucks off with the Tesseract. Again, I said this on the Johnny podcast, but I will forever be annoyed at this movie for denying us Cap going to put the Soul Stone back. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Captain Rogers, I've been expecting you. <laughs> You nasty I bastard! I saw one where it was like, it was like Steve Rogers, son of a bitch, you're still alive. <laughs> son of a bitch, you're still alive. <laughs> I fucking go, son of a bitch, you're still alive. <laughs> I would have loved it if, like, if like Ant Man and like Rocket went to get the Soul Gem together, like. A sacrifice must be made. Just like throws rocket off. He's dead. <laughs> and then just shrugs like, so I get the gym now? No. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm gonna go. 
Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, lo I lost the rabbit. <laughs> oh, man. I was talking to... No, you know what? It was you that I was talking to about fucking... About, uh, in the, the first couple scenes of Endgame where they have... Um, well, I mean, I guess there's a couple shots where they, they zoom in on his face where Thor has the different colored eyes. Yeah, yeah, And it just reminded me of how much I fucking hate how they were just like, oh, no, we can't have pretty boy Chris Hemsworth wearing that's, an eye patch. That's, that's a problem I have with, I think, I, as a whole, as a, as a movie experience, the MCU is almost in, in a league of its own. Mm -hmm. 21 movies. They, they, there is a range of quality, but I would say the worst movie is like three stars. Like the the worst movie in the MCU is just like yeah it's okay it's not unwatchable like I'm... it's it's like yeah there is there is no movie there's no MCU movie I would say is like it's bad yeah you know I think the range is like decent to like really fucking good I mean that's mm -hmm. the gambit of the MCU um I think where it does fall apart it's it's things like you know continuity isn't isn't the greatest there are no real stakes. If there is something from one movie, it's normally resolved in the next movie with no real issue. Like, did we need Thor to get another ride? No, he didn't. No. Like, no, he didn't. There was like, it's almost like, then what's the fucking point of taking it? What's the point of of take of taking Thor's eye? We're in context. We're in context of overall runtime of the MCU. Two hours later, he gets a new one. You know, it's like, what, what's the fucking point? But other than that, though, you know, it's it's. I you know I I I would welcome once they re you know release their inevitable, you know, complete Infinity Saga box set. I'll wait five years for the price to go down. <laughs> that thing's gonna you know I bet because the, the, they're gonna load it with fucking Blu-rays and DVDs. And I, mm. don't do this. Give give me something just the Blu-rays. I don't fucking need DVDs anymore. You know, yeah. like do two fucking box sets. Do a DVD one and a Blu-ray one. Yeah. That's like the fucking, there was a Harry Potter box set. It was literally like, it was like so many discs. It was just like, there's a 4K disc. There's a Blu-ray disc. They're like, don't fucking charge me for that. No, yeah. Um, like, I don't want it. It's like, I'll, I'll wait five years and get that for like 50 bucks. You know? Yeah. Because I, I have most of the ones I want already on Blu-ray. I'm, miss, luckily, I'm missing I've most never, of them. I've only bought them for my dad. I've never, <clears> so buying them... Buying the box set would be the first time I would technically be owning them. I don't have any Phase One movies on, on Blu-ray. Oh really? No, uh, I think I have Iron Man on DVD somewhere. Mm. I think the movies I have on Blu-ray, I, I have Avengers, Ultron, and Infinity War. I got Ragnarok, mm. Civil War, Winter Soldier, and I want to say Guardians One. So I have about, you know, I have I have less than a third of them on Blu-ray. You know, I could. So I'll, I'll wait till a cheap box that comes out. Get that. Be good. Yeah. Yeah. So far from home. Hmm. You still going to see it? I'm, you know, what? I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely, I'm, it's definitely a struggle for me. Because I was very much like. You know, I'm. I don't know why I'm saying this because, in all likelihood, I'll probably see it uh -huh. because Aaron likes movies. 
So, I mean, we'll see. So you have to see him. I don't, I don't have to see him. But... I don't want to see him. I don't even show up. You're lucky. <laughs> I, I just very much like, I don't like the, the Peter being Iron Man's <clears throat> protege um, angle. Yeah. And because of, obviously, the ending of, of, of Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> what? So this meme just now. It's like this. It's like uh, people seeing uh, people seeing the Far From Home trailer mm-hmm. right before they see like in the theater scene Endgame for the first time. It's an image of Sully from Waters with like a shocked face. <laughs> like, <laughs> could you imagine if they did that? Like that. Like oh man, Tony Stark's dead. Fucking what, mate? What you fucking saying? <laughs> I just I don't like how they're leaning. They're leaning more into the thing that I don't like. Which it's like I I agree. I'm there with you. I don't I don't like that. I think it kind of lessens Peter Parker mm-hmm. to rely so much on Tony Stark. But um, on the other hand, it's like I get why they're doing it because there's so many other versions of Spider Man. This makes him stand out. Again, I don't like it, but it helps because if he if he was just unfriendly towards Spider Man, it'd be like you kind of have we kind of have like five movies of that already. So I I, I would prefer that. But I, I get why in from a marketability angle they're like this is different. It's yeah. like he is he's different goals, he's doing different things. Like, it I just it just stops me from enjoying because it's 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 definitely my least favorite on screen portrayal. Oh really? And then even even more than like the Tobey Maguire stuff. Because there is there is some stuff from the Tobey Maguire movies that I can like pick out, but like I just I didn't I don't like it. Well, Tom don't... Holland is clearly more. He he feels more like Spider Man. That's fair. Like, like just... rem- remove the Tony Stark stuff. I'm like that's Andrew Garfield still might be my favorite Spider Man. Oh yeah. Um, Tom Holland might be my favorite Peter Parker. I like Tobey Maguire. No, no, my... I like. Well, okay, I guess Andrew Garfield. That wasn't really Peter Parker. That was way too cool to be Peter cool. Parker. Yeah, I get it. I'm like I I like what Tobey Maguire did, but I've always said this. It, I don't, like, the people who complain about that's not Spider-Man, I'm like, that's the script's fault. I think Toby yeah. does the best with what he's given. That's fair. He's just not given, like, he is like, in, if you combine all three movies, you can count on, like, two hands the amount of times he's given a joke of Spider-Man. Yeah, that's fair. That's definitely fair. He has this very kind of, like, homophobic joke in Spider-Man 1, which, you're on the wrong side of history, Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I definitely, like, not one, one thing that I'm thinking about, he he pulls off some of the like dorkier Peter Parker. She who's out, Gobby, out of your mind. No, not that. I'm talking about like the the thing that just popped into my head was the when uh, in Spider Man Two when he has to do the backflip off the bike because the car is about to run yeah. into him, and the kid's like, "Wow, how'd you do that?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, homework and eat your green vegetables." <laughs> so my mom says they believe her. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's like that's. Something Peter Parker would do, like we eat your vegetables. <laughs> there was a disturbance, Mister Aziz. <laughs> there was disturbance. Um, I think it's heavily implied that Robin clearly knows. Pizza time. Look, <laughs> pay for those. <laughs> if I was pizza, I'd be like, okay. Hey, take Spider-Man took that guy's pizza. Took that guy's pizza. <laughs> I, I would not want to eat that slice of pizza though. It's got spider <laughs> web fluid on it. Let him take it, you freak. <laughs> um, 
I just it it the the only thing that motivates me to see that movie is Mysterio. just seeing an on screen Mysterio. Which he's at too sexy. This that's true. I'm definitely still in the camp of he's way too sexy to be playing Quentin Beck. Like I really want I really want the like I really want them to like ugly up Jake Gyllenhaal. Like like I, I think the end of the I think the the whole thing of like like obviously like Jake Gyllenhaal not being like not having a shitty haircut and like all this different Okay, obviously the thing the thing that one thing that's annoying me about the new trailer is all these people who want what is said in the trailer to be true. He's fucking Mysterio. Exactly. Like, I've never heard of Mysterio. Where they're like, they're like, oh, he's so redundant, bitch. It's just this like, is the 616 universe. That's the canon Marvel universe. It's just, I'm just like, motherfucker. Like, that's his whole shtick. Like, I definitely don't. There is no world where. You believe that. This is legitimate. Where it's just like, yeah. Mysterio's a hero. He's here from another dimension. There's a multiverse. Like, all this other stuff. It's not, no, that's not what's happening here. I can the, beat multiverse? The whole point of the character is deception. And Do you, you know, I get you. I will say to kind of counter the ugly argument, I, I don't see them doing that just because you would have the first canon ugly character in the MCU be evil. I um, think in that regard, because everyone else is a fucking walking supermodel. You don't want to be like, it's the one ugly guy, he's fucking evil, let's kick his ass. I mean, I get that, but, like, my, the, the whole point that I was trying to make was that, like, I want I want the, the whole, like, you know, even though it's Jake Gyllenhaal, I want... He's uglied up at the end. Well, what I'm saying is, like, I want I want that also to be a facade. That he's like, uh, yeah. I'm a superhero who's I've good seen, looking. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen people say that. Yeah. What happens if, if at the end of the movie you realize he's actually the comedian? Oh my fucking god. Would, would that annoy you? The, no, fa- the fact that it wasn't actually Mysterio is the comedian. I don't care because they had that. Like, the, the, if they had the, the traditional, like, Mysterio throughout the whole movie, like, fucking fishbowl, fucking green smoke. I He's just gonna put, have the fishbowl for, like, one scene probably. I would eat that shit up. And then just to have the chameleon at the end, I would be like, oh, fuck. Chameleon, it, chameleon's a, it's an odd villain. I fucking love It's a chameleon. good idea, but it's a villain who, like, on every single conceivable way really poses no physical threat to Spider-Man. You're right. You're right. You'd be like, a comedian flipped to the face goes flying into a wall, you know? That's like I Same was... Mysterio, which is like, um, to boof. I always love the, uh, so one of the, one of the big things, one of, one thing that was, a uh, slightly controversial and, or I wouldn't say controversial, it, it sparked it sparked headlines, like no, not even headlines. It sparked conversations on on uh, the the like social media and stuff where conservatives were like, um, so in 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 uh, ends of the earth, there's this so the main plot point of ends of the earth is that the Sinister Six and Doctor Octopus are enacting this like Doctor Octopus is like big like final scheme. And the uh, Sinister Six at the time had a chameleon in it. And there's this part where, like, on their big, like, global trot or whatever, they they go to the UN and <laughs> Spider-Man punches Al Gore. 
<laughs> because well, and the thing was that like he's a comedian. Well, one yeah, but like one of the plot points is that like Doctor Octopus was going to heat the Earth up, and so Al Gore, you know, being the the like climate change, climate yeah. change like like person, like it was a big thing with with conservatives. It was like it was like oh yeah, Spider Man's punching Al Gore. And it's just like no, you idiot, it's the chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> Take that chameleon, then the yeah, like chameleon as Al Gore walks on stage. Oh no. <laughs> But no, I thought that wasn't me. I honestly like chameleon is one just conceptually. I fucking love the chameleon. What? What are your thoughts on the um the nineties cartoon version? The one with it, it's more like a like a change. It's like a hologram thing. Yeah, I was just like Spider Man's a fucking idiot because it's like it's the chameleon butt buckle. It's the chameleon, yeah. you guys. I'm like, where is that? Where is Mary Jane's on? Ever fucking wore the Star Trek S belt buckle, you fucking idiot. That's true. Punch her in the dick. <laughs> but I mean, what do you think about it? There's no version of the character that that would it be works. convincing. It's like I like the in spectacular Spider Man that kind of have the like he has all his masks and shit. But it was like that really wouldn't work. It's the same. It's the same. In the comics, yeah, it's like that. Like, does he have a nose? Does comedian have a nose? Well, no, because he wears that. He wears that like plate thing that so like mm. so like any mask can be placed over it just like um comedian that that doesn't i will say i will say that version they did in spectacular spider-man was one of my fucking favorites because how they have an comedian... early warning uh, uh insect, insect no no i don't movie. mean that just the fact that like tinkerer mysterio tinkerer mysterio and M- chameleon yeah. all teaming up which would make that sense. makes that makes complete sense and they're like on your left Debutants, Spider-Man. Boy, that show was good. That show was too good for this world. You know what? I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I, I never cared for their version of Mysterio. That's fair. His that version of Mysterio actually borders on fucking magic. Oh yeah, for sure. Like those fucking little flying devil things he has. I'm like, no, you you fucking have sentient robots, man. Like that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Non-sequitur! That's okay. I didn't care for the design that much either. I don't like I don't like eyes in the fishbowl. Were there eyes in the fishbowl? They they imply they imply that there's eyes. Debutant smile man. (laughs) Well then you just punch out the guy behind the thing. Kill him. Crush the fucking helmet. (laughs) <laughs> Crush the fucking helmet. Kill it. Just, yeah, fucking murder Just fucking kill... I mean, Peter Parker already has a taste of blood now. <laughs> Next to Endgame, he has, like, probably the second or third highest on-screen kill count of anyone in the MCU. Just because they're horrible monsters from an alien world doesn't mean they're not living things. Peter Parker is going to hell when he dies. Yeah. Let's kill Peter Parker. <laughs> kill the spider man. Last thing I end on. I think it's 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 uh, I think it's you know just a, just a little bit of a weak winky dink that everyone Peter knows is having to get, to get snapped. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, it's it's fine because not really because all of his friends and his and his aunt they all got snapped. Hey, you don't know that Aunt May got snapped. 
Marissa Tomei is a fine looking woman. She could be 60. So it's like, I'm 78 years old, but I still look the same. But I sound like me now for some reason. I'm on me. I sound me. like me now. <laughs> I'm on me. Um, because I mean, look at look at Hawkeye's family. Like, like percentage wise, the snap was not kind to him. <laughs> He's just left with like the crying babies. I don't fucking use this. <laughs> I don't. I don't. What? <laughs> Takes a bow. Yeah, I lost all of them. I lost all of them. I think that's. I think that's why. I think that's why they're. I I, I understand that it's not. It's not logical. That's not for story reasons though, because you can't justify Hawkeye doing what he does if there's even one member of his family there. Well, yeah. But like with Peter Parker, it's like that. That's just so the solo Spider-Man movies can continue undeterred. Yeah. Like well, you know, I guess it. I guess if we're being realistic, I guess it is just Ned, MJ, and Flash. Mm-hmm. So I guess it is just because Liz moved at the end of the last one, so she's no longer around. Oh, yeah, they didn't have any other real. I couldn't remember that the other day. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, who was, who was Vulture's daughter? Like, I was couldn't... she called Liz Allen or was she just called Liz? I think she was just called Liz. I assume they're trying. I don't remember to, her being called Liz. I Allen. assume they're trying to. I mean, obviously she's she's what Liz Toombs, I guess. But I guess they're trying to imply Liz Allen. Yeah. From calling her Liz and she being, you know, his high school girlfriend or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be surprised if Mysterio is a better villain than Vulture, because he was a good villain. That's fair. I want to thank you for saving my daughter, Peter, but I will fuck your fucking shit up if you fucking do anything ever again. Fuck your fucking 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 fuck. Um, okay, Mr. Stupid web face fuck white (laughs) white guilt. Get me a fucking enchilada, Peter Parker. Fucking web face fuck. You know, at that point, it's a weird thing how in Homecoming, I guess they made that point where Spider-Man doesn't like punch anyone. At that point, that close range, you have spider powers. I will kill it. When... <laughs> break the vulture's fucking face then and there. Just break your fucking be, skull. It'd be great. Like, I will, I will kill everyone you've ever... Like, just, like, the camera looks at Peter, that fist goes to the screen. Camera cuts to inside the dance hall, lives with her friends and fucking... The vulture just goes flying through the wall. <laughs> or like, he's just like, it's the kill move. But he <laughs> fucking stabs the vulture. He just, the people just pokes him in the eye. Uh, Apparently he won't be in Far From Home. Who? Uh, vulture. Oh. It's like, it's like, it seems like they were trying to imply a, a kind of team up thing in there. Cause, you know, Again? Well, at the, the end of credits, there's the guy who's clearly meant to be Scorpion. He's like, do you know who he is? And I like that. You know, you know, you know why you know who he's Scorpion? Because he's got a fucking tattoo of a Scorpion on his neck. Like, oh, that's... Oh, that's that's, right. that's nice and subtle. Good job, MCA. I don't like when they do that. I guess, I guess that is a version from the books that had that. I want to say the ultimate version of Scorpion, it's the maybe. Ultimate, yeah. Ultimate Scorpion is like a... Like a low-level... Criminal, Isn't he like, like Latina in the book? Yeah. yeah. It's, and, you know, it makes sense because Home, Spider-Man Homecoming just stole Marlon Morales' life and made a movie out of it. Yeah. So, 
good. Thanks, MCU. You're just going to confirm that there'll never be a Miles movie. <laughs> well, you know what? Even if there was one, it wouldn't be as good as Spider-Verse. So yeah, true. Miles Morales has a Oscar-winning movie. He does. Not only ever MCU does. I guess technically Black Mar- uh, Black Marvel, Black Panther does for like, um, you know, like production things, but yeah. Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse should have been in the running for best movie. Mm. I think Spider-Verse is better than Black Panther. I would have put Spider-Verse over Black Panther. Well, yeah, I didn't think Black Panther deserved to be in best picture either. Hey, that's my hot take, you know. Like, I liked it, I liked it. And I, I get that, you know, I completely understand the cultural importance oh, that yeah. movie serves. Mm. But I'm like, it's kind of just, like, it's kind of just a just Marvel a, movie, yeah. you know, with a... I like Killmonger up until he wanted just to murder everyone. Then he, he really lost me. I, he really lost me at that point. I was like, oh, come on, Vegeta, don't do that. <laughs> and it's just Black Panther versus Yellow Panther with shockingly bad CG. You guys yeah, could. had a lot of trains in it. That whole fight scene. Six out of ten. <laughs> Those guys, that man. Thomas the fucking tank engine. Turn out of ten. <laughs> This podcast, no trains, zero out of ten. I think on that point, boys, boys and girls, or just spider knife, we'll leave it there. Um, let us know in the comments if this is something you're okay with. If say, if we have to miss a week, if we just come back with like an extra long part. Because again, ninety minutes, we typically just go for roughly an hour. So getting getting your money's worth. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, TJ's almost eleven. What do you want to do next? Eat pizza. Well, we'll get some, get some gamer, gamer juice. Yeah, probably. All right. Probably be a good idea. Okay, boys and girls, we will see you next week, hopefully, where we might have a special guest, but probably won't. Okay, bye. Say goodbye, TJ. I just did. I'm not saying it again. <laughs>